0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Catch Kate podcast. Today, we are continuing with another interview with the very special lady in Cork, Kate Flo Murphy. She does wild women gatherings, circles, and takes beautiful wild photography and has a very strong connection to nature. And she is here today to share with us her story and her work. Um, So welcome Kate, Uh, would you like to tell us a bit about yourself?
1: Hi, yes, sure. Um, I am from Cork originally and I've been away for the past four and a half years, travelling and living abroad, um, most recently in New Zealand. So I came back, all of a sudden I got a huge urge (laughs) calling in May to come back to the land of era. So I came back in June. And so it's been about three months now and uh, just been absolutely loving being back on the land here. It's absolutely magic and full of character in every way. So, yeah, I'm I'm just settling in here and seeing what uh, the land and life here wants to bring me.
0: Lovely. Going with the flow, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and what had inspired you to take off originally?
1: um I guess it was in college or even in the last year in, in, in my name years it was um taking photos of friends on nights out and I just really loved capturing the moments and capturing candid moments and then I went to college and I did music and then after that I was like okay really actually um, I'm going towards more of the visual side of things and Photography and video really just was so intriguing to me, and I knew there was just something in me that was like, yeah, this is for you. And I did a master's in multimedia, and that really just opened it up for me. It was a huge catalyst for me to be like, yeah, this is the career or the work I want to be doing. And so I spent like several years, yeah, been a videographer for like seven years now, and um, started to do my own photography and video work in the last couple of years. So it's been a journey and trying to figure out as well, where I want to go with it. Like what is my mission with it and my niche with the photos. So yeah, at the moment I'm doing wild women photography and yeah, I'm just, I just love portraits, um, vulnerability on camera and, and just sharing the one-on-one with people is such an experience uh, that I love to do. So yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Wow. That's amazing um
0: and these gatherings that you hold um can anybody come along or do they need any kind of yeah can anybody come along to these
1: um any woman can come along definitely there's no um yeah there's no problem there just just you know making sure that everyone feels safe to come and it is a safe space that i do create so i want everyone to feel really welcome and you know it might be scary for some people to go to something so vulnerable like that it might be very new but i ensure everyone that it is like a safe space and they're very confidential and somewhere you can just come and just let go and, and let go of the the ways and the roles we have to play in life and yeah just show up as as you feel in the moment and that could be surprising for people because different archetypes or emotions or feelings can come out in the moment and that's really beautiful for us to honor whatever needs to come out and express especially during the full moon because these gatherings are held every full moon so it can it can get a bit wild but it's that was the whole point it's really magical to allow ourselves to be wild and embody our animal that wants to come out more
0: Mm. and I just saw online as well about the burning man there was a lot of you know apparently there's a lot of nudity there i haven't seen or been there but there was a lot of um new ideas started coming up about people saying you know there is freedom actually in this and it's not about judging another or you know objectifying another like there's a real um primal instinct there to be free and if we if we were allowed to be without clothes and not objectifying each other how Comfortable, could we be, you know?
1: Mm. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, I, I think it's been a huge journey for me getting to the point where I was like, I just don't care anymore. This is my body. It's changed so much. And, you know, looking back at my own body image that I've had, um, it's been so funny because a couple of years ago, I would have been like, no, I'm not good enough. I want to get skinnier and toned up and blah, blah, blah. And now I'm at a stage where I've gained more weight and I look back at those photos and I'm like, oh, it'd be nice to look like that again, wouldn't it? But I was never even happy then. So it's like, what what was I constantly measuring myself up to? It's like comparison and it's just, yeah, it's not attainable to constantly be wanting to achieve something that's just, yeah, we can't be achieving. We just have to be happy where we're at and self-accept. And I think with the body image, you know, I went to New Zealand and I think that was the time that opened it up for me that I was meeting a lot of people that were really open and I went to these rainbow gatherings and you know we were just naked pretty much all of the time there and it wasn't it just wasn't an issue in any way it was it never felt like sexualized or objectified it was just completely natural to be in our skin and to be in our bodies um, and move and you know just just go down to the water and wash and (laughs) cook food it was just so beautiful to witness humans in a very natural way and because we've become so disconnected from our bodies and disembodied with our emotions as well we we've just become we don't want to really acknowledge our bodies for the beautiful you know skin and and flesh that they are and we just I think we want to hide and I think for me nude swimming has been a huge thing that's really allowed me to feel a lot more in love with my body and free and liberated and I just think everyone should try it and do it it's just amazing and the more we normalize these things again because they are so normal it's a very um natural thing to want to be naked and to, to just be in our skin and not have clothes especially when swimming because that doesn't make any sense to me while we put on more layers and we swim like it's just Whoever came up with that, that was so stupid. But uh, the yeah, I think the more we're around nudity in a safe way, it just becomes so, yeah, second nature that we're like, oh yeah, we're naked. It's just, yeah. My experience has been really interesting with rainbow gatherings because that really opened my eyes to see like, oh, I don't have to look a certain way or, you know, come across as desirable. It's just like this is me, and my body and me in nature, and it's completely the way it should be. Um, yeah, so it's it's amazing to be in the spaces where it's acceptable and there's no judgment around the body shapes as well. I think that's really important.
0: Yeah, for sure. And you said something important there about we want to hide. And like, I'm sure that hit will hit home for a lot of people because we do like we want to hide in the layers. We want to hide in the clothes. We want to hide our emotions. We put on a flat face of like, even though we're feeling hundreds of thousands of different emotions, you know, And it's like Mm -hmm. this thing of being okay and just hiding in general, hiding, you know. And -hmm. what if we were to bear all like, how would we be seen? Would we still be accepted in all of it? and just the safety aspect as well. If there were safe places, I'm sure more people would. I just think from experience, like even myself going to the beach and being like, you know, having a car drive up with mails and making comments and this Mm. happening oh, like many times, you know, in Ireland and abroad, it just brings in that bit of fear. But I think in a safe space, um, it just is so liberating because you also see that, oh my God, all of those TV and magazine things I saw for decades, um, none of these women look like that. Yes. Everybody gets cellulite. Everybody has lumps and bumps. Nobody's got that perfect flipping, I don't know what model they used to have on there, but nobody looks like that, you know, for real. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's so true. And I think, you know, safety is a very important thing because, yeah, I think if we're starting off doing, kind of exploring being naked in nature you know because it's a beautiful thing that I think people should try I think it should be done in maybe groups of you know if you're standing especially as a woman with other women that you're just kind of going somewhere maybe a bit quieter and trying it out first because it can be daunting especially it's just people whistling or shouting things at you and I've never actually had that happen to me thank god but um, I know it does happen and it can <laughs> put you off it you know and mm. I think we talk about safe spaces as well that's really important with the you know nakedness of our emotions and being vulnerable If that's really important to have these safe spaces and healing is something I'm really passionate about um on many levels and if we want to heal and we're really looking to do that we need to feel safe enough to do that as well. So. In all these kind of things, it's it's the same. We need that safe container to actually express and explore. And with the circles that like I'm running and many people across Ireland and the world are doing, you know, creating safe containers for people to really let go and just be free to be themselves and be authentic in the moment. And uh, it's just very important. Safety is very very important for for us, you know, especially as women. So yeah.
0: Yeah, 100%. I agree. Um, and would you say your connection to nature is something that developed over time to become this wilder version of yourself? Like, was this always there or were you more, would you say you were more hidden before?
1: Oh, my God, I was so hidden. Like, so... That's kind of why I left Ireland as well. I was just escaping so much of my own shadow and my own shit that I just didn't want to face, and really starting to reconnect with nature, both externally or with the environment around me. And internally, I was like, okay, self acceptance is just the huge key in that. And knowing that, you know, the trees, everything around me is just an extension of my body. And if I really look at that at all, and I'm like, wow, that's amazing, it's so beautiful how and why am I denying that for my own body and myself it's just very wrong because it is just the same thing it's just a mirror in and it might look a little different but it's all the one and this earth birthed us you know the great mother um and we're all her children you know and to insult ourselves is like to insult a part of nature and I just I just, I think I came to that realisation and I was like, no, just, I can't, I really, it's not serving me to to be so, uh, like beating myself up about my body image or the way I am or just having no confidence. I was like, this is not serving me because I was just so, I was so shy growing up and I was so awkward and like, yeah, just really I just couldn't. I could. I just didn't want to love myself. I didn't even want to look at myself. And I've just done a flip on that. And I don't really know how it really started. I think it really started when I went away from Ireland and just had a fresh start where I could just be completely start from scratch. And nobody knew me. I didn't know anybody. And I could just explore these ideas and and really contemplate on what I wanted to change in my life and what wasn't working for me. So. Connecting with with nature is definitely um, an important piece to that because yeah, there's so much beauty and we see it, we can see it in everything else and even in other people, but to see it in ourselves is is challenging for a lot of us. And I just was like, you know, wearing masks, it just doesn't, it doesn't work for me anymore. I don't want to have these layers of like pretense and um that's where it's come up to my in my work as well as because vulnerability is so important I think we're just a way more beautiful people when we're vulnerable and when we can just share how we're feeling what's on our minds and just be so open to that and allow ourselves to listen to others as well to be open as well that's where we can create more harmony and balance in in ourselves and in communities and in nature and globally
0: Wow, thank you. That was amazing. I'm like digesting as you're saying. It's really, um, yeah, it hits home a lot of it for sure. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and for you, what resources would you say would have helped you along the way?
1: Yeah, so resources. I think the first person I ever kind of look to for some sort of information was Russell Brand around like three years ago when I started this journey of like questioning things and becoming more curious and wanting to be more empowered in myself and more connected with nature and spirit I was like okay following people on Instagram and um, Russell Brand was another people and I was like okay wow yeah this just you know asking bigger questions and really making me think and then other people, I guess the great account, which a lot of people would know, is the holistic psychologist. I just love everything she posts. I'm like, yes, everyone needs to read this stuff. Um, yeah, I think just YouTube and Instagram and, and listening to different podcasts um, really open. I'm just very really, like, I, I'm really, I can be in my head a lot, but I like to question things a lot and really think about things. I, th- I don't know if it's a Pisces thing, but I'm just really like in my creative imagination a lot. So I like to question and theorise and, theorize and um, listen to different philosophers. So, yeah. I love, I actually
0: love to hear that because I remember like when I was younger, I'd be sitting in the room here in the living room and I'd be staring. <laughs> I'd be staring <laughs> like nothing would be, the TV wouldn't be anything. And one would be like, Katie, Katie I'd be just thinking I'm like yeah (laughs) I'd go to the sea and I'd sit there and stare at the ocean for hours but then I couldn't watch tv and I thought like is there something wrong with me you know because everybody was like no we're all in watching tv and I thought what and like or even being like in some way not ridiculed what would be the word for like thinking deep or like yeah, like thinking deep or asking big questions, like kind of ridiculous mm. for that, you know. And I thought, yeah is there something wrong here?" Like, you know. But then when other people are like, "Yeah, I do too," you are like, "Oh yes, thank God." <laughs> it's a. It's it,
1: that's a beautiful way to be, you know, to be so content with you know looking out at the sea and, and drifting off into a daydream. That's really beautiful <laughs> because we're kind of getting out of our masculine brain, I suppose, or we're just going off and and yeah. It's it's different, definitely, because a lot of people can't, they want to escape through TV or escape um, by not asking those bigger, deeper questions as well, because they're very, they can be very dark and scary to really question things and realize, wow, a lot of the things I had taught or I grew up with in society are actually an illusion or like a lie or, you know, far from really what's truth. So those things are scary for a lot of people. And that's why I think it's so important to kind of, ask the questions even though if it is going to be uncomfortable for people and I'm someone who just asks a lot of questions and it can be really annoying but I just love I love to just know and just <laughs> I yeah. love yeah. hearing
0: <laughs> I love hearing this because like I like can so arisen because a bunch of times I've been called are you a guard or something
1: <laughs> oh wow <laughs> I'm just like I'm like I
0: just would like to know you know <laughs> yeah. you know even with the beekeeping now like I'm so oh fascinated because I can never understand the bees like every day I'm like oh my god I've asked this beekeeper, I need to check this <laughs> yeah. it's like a world of oh my like blow your mind every day blow your mind every day you know and yeah. um, but again just the miracle of nature right in front of you you know um yeah. but for anybody listening because I actually loved what you said about how we can look at nature and be in awe you know like look at the sunflower and be an awe. And how can we look at our body and just say those negative things? Because we're all doing it. So Mm -hmm. would you have any advice for any people listening? Like how can we love our bodies more? How can we just, how can we have that awe for this body that we hold, this vessel?
1: I think like a big thing is focusing on the positives or the beauty of it, like how strong our bodies are, how they fight so hard to keep us, healthy and fit and alive like that's incredible and they are miracles and I think a big thing is looking into the mirror like doing mirror work where we just spend time with eye gazing with ourselves in the mirror and seeing past the illusion of the body as well and actually just understanding that this is temporary but it's a beautiful temporary vehicle that we're in and to really just look at it in the mirror and see wow like look at these beautiful strong legs that help me walk every day like practical things that we do take for granted and you know for me I'm like oh my god I'm so grateful that I have hands that allow me to play the fiddle like that's a huge thing and to like feet to dance and a voice that I can use that I you know bring the power to to my voice and, and speak my truth like that's a beautiful thing as well there's all these things that we can look at in the mirror just like acknowledge by looking down our body and say that is incredible and We're so grateful to have those things, you know, because some people don't have those things. So it's really bringing gratitude as a daily practice back in because gratitude is huge. And that's how we create and call in more abundance and love into our lives because it's just acknowledging the miracle of life that is Mm, amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So amazing. And I'm sure when you traveled as well, you must have met different communities and peoples um you know with all sorts of bodies and viewpoints Mm -hmm. um was there any countries or peoples you met where you had a big insight or
1: um I think well when I got to like Australia and New Zealand it was very much there wasn't this like you know, the undertone of the Catholic Church in Ireland, like, you kind of do feel it a lot here still. And I just didn't feel like that. And I suppose not knowing anyone, no one really knowing me, going to these places where it is quite secular and they don't really have one dominant religion. It's just very liberating to not have that Catholic shame that I grew up with having, in many of us did. You know, I was like, wow, I can just feel empowered in being beautiful and like sometimes being sexy and like just the different facets of being a woman you know and I think in the way Ireland has been it's kind of felt stifling it really felt stifling for me I had so much shame about and guilt about sexual expression and all different things that were like so natural and I was like oh this is just I didn't realize how big and bad it was until I left and like fuck like that was actually how do how like <laughs> women in Ireland we go through a lot you know and you know there's other countries like that too but just in terms of Ireland it's very yeah it felt really hard to be expressive in a lot of ways because the church was just this looming over us <laughs> for me anyway it felt like that anyway. I don't know for other people but it really felt like that for me and so going to places like especially New Zealand you know a lot of I suppose I would like to use the word hippie, but open people and like big communities have people who are just open to express and to different, different ways of loving that are more open rather than like, this is what it should look like. And it was just really interesting to be around people like that. And I was like, yeah, I'm learning a lot from different ways of, of living and being. There's not just the black and white that we grew up with, like this is right. And this is wrong it's like there's actually other places or other ways of being and um, going to these places. I really was allowed to explore a lot more inside me, how I have suppressed my emotions and my feelings and yeah, coming back into the body. Cause <laughs> I've heard a lot of people say it here. So like a lot of people in society are just walking around like floating heads, you know, they're not really feeling what's going on deeper down in their body. And, that's what I'm exploring and I'm, I still feel like I'm just scratching the surface but just learning to be my body and feel and listen to the messages there because there's so much wisdom in the body and it is constantly sending us messages so we just have to slow down and, and really be in that deep feminine to listen and to receive
0: mm.
1: oh my god um
0: well yeah totally resonate with all of that and I'm kind of thinking like you know for you to come back here I know how hard it was to come back to Ireland because I was in like Latino culture living with them and it was all vibrancy and the body and sexuality and like lots of people I remember coming home and being like um, what is going on with the people here? Like everybody was like so cold. Now I knew why people were calling me cold when I left, and I'm generally not that cold because I used to be hanging around with like <laughs> warmer cultures before I left. But they used to be calling me cold, and I was like, what? And then I came home, and I was like, oh my god, the vibrancy in people's bodies. I was like, where is it? Don't tell me you're going mm. to sit down at the TV for the whole night. You know, like we're in other cultures. I remember being in Cuba and we would dance every night, every single night. And when leaving Cuba, I had massive withdrawals. I was like, it was like my soul had been given this new light, of like dance every night. And like, we, we need that. We need those spaces. And I feel like there's a craving for that. So for you coming back, have you been, you've obviously created a space one, but like, have you found a challenge in, you know, finding those spaces or settling back in
1: yeah it was it was kind of like a kick in the ass for me because I suddenly decided to come home and I booked my flight like a month in advance and I was back in June and I was like it's gonna be great I'm gonna just pick off pick up where I left off in New Zealand because I had a beautiful community in New Zealand just very open people it was just lovely we just we we didn't like a lot of us didn't drink um we were just like have cuddle puddles, or go out dancing, or go swimming naked in the beach, and it was just like beautiful, just beautiful humans doing beautiful things and having a joyful life. And then I came back here, and I was like, "Oh God, there's a lot of work to be done here." <laughs> and I was like, I kind of went into a dark place for a while because, like, I I kind of I came straight back and went into all the trad festivals that I used to go to, thinking it'd be just like the same, but I've changed a lot, and I I just have come to realize that I can't be in spaces where there's just this pretense of like you know we're just drinking having the crack and that's it you know I'm like yeah that's great you know like having the crack I'm all about that but I can just see past it there's so much mass and pretense and it, it just made me feel really isolated I felt really alone and, you and can I felt see really bad.
0: Pain sad. as well. You can see the pain behind people. You know when you go to the pub. Oh and you my it, gosh! And I'm just like, whoa, this is heavy. Like I want to get out. You know?
1: Yeah, and I can. Yeah, I'm. I'm such an empath. I can really pick up on on the energies and like when I see the pain and the hurt in people's bodies and their faces, I'm like, oh, this is so hard because like they might be just pretending it's all grand, it's great crack. But I was like, no, there's there's, there's a lot more to life than that and we can't just be repeating these cycles over and over because we do have a drink problem in Ireland like it's just yeah like that's another huge topic I could talk about but for me it's been a journey of like actually alcohol does not serve me because it suppresses my emotions and who I am and my expression as well so I just don't want the substance that does that and it can be very dark and I think coming back was a big realization of like yes there's so much magic and beauty in this land and deep ancient mythological history and everything but we do have all this trauma that we need to deal with and we can't just keep drinking and pretending it's all grand because Mm -hmm. it's not um so like I found I found you know people that I really um I'm inspired by here that are really connecting with the land and with spirit and, and just respecting and having deep reverence for nature. And I think that's so beautiful and so important to remember those indigenous ways and practices. So I'm kind of just attracting these people and finding them and, and they're spread out all over Ireland. So it's kind of not like my life in New Zealand was like I had these people and I could just walk down the road five minutes and everyone's kind of there. Like it's just kind of a dream setup? I think it's a lot more concentrated in um, in New Zealand. But here it's like there's really incredible people doing beautiful healing work, but they're kind of dotted around the country. So. I've just been like, okay, Kate, it's not going to be the same. It's a, it's a different, it's complete new and different life that I'm starting out here again because it does feel like I'm coming to the land for the first time because my whole way of being is completely different to, to how I left. So I'm really like recalibration and realising that, you know, this is really, I'm starting to scratch here, making new friends and just finding, finding people that are really... In tune and connected, and I'm really inspired by these people because I really think the Earth needs needs these people to lead the way and, and shine a light of what's really important and, and the bigger meaning and the bigger questions and how we can actually thrive instead of just being in survival mode and, and drinking every day.
0: <laughs> yeah, hundred
1: percent. Yeah, totally agree
0: with all of us. Um, and we do need a change for sure um and it can be hard like you know if you are doing healing work and you're minding yourself and then kind of trying to be around those who are not that can be very hard as well you know um I often hear people saying you know like you go to a place and then you're trying to have a conversation and it's like oh my god can't talk about the weather anymore like can we have a real conversation come on and that's something you get a lot in traveling isn't it because everybody's a lot more open Uh,
1: yeah I think we don't because we adopt certain identities and stories growing up in whatever society we're in it's so it's it's hard to leave that and have deeper um conversations but yeah I go to each H&M traveling, i am like I cannot deal with surface level conversations like I'm just kind of allergic and I try like I do I attempt to a little bit if, if it's like an old person or something but I'm just like Jesus it's just you know depth I'm just I need to go deep like and it's the same with with photography or whatever it is that I'm doing I really wanted to be deep and vulnerable and raw because that's where that's that's true reality is really allowing ourselves to be stripped of all these things that we have told we're supposed to be. And we're telling ourselves we should be. It's just allowing ourselves to, to go deeper and, and be brave enough to do that. Cause it is, it's hard. It's it's easy to talk about the weather and say, how are you doing? And like, you know, say, Oh, I'm grand. That's just, we've been doing that for a long time, but you know, to really question those norms as well, because, I have a thing where I'm like, if someone asks me how am I, I'm like, unless you have, like, three hours to sit down with me, <laughs> I don't know if you really want to know everything, but you can ask me more specific questions. But there's just, like, all these generic questions and, and topics that we talk about that really, I just feel like it's just this loop that goes around and doesn't go anywhere, where I just want to go. I want to go deep. I really want to know people's wounds and and, like, what their passions and dreams are and what they feel about, like, god or you know nature spirit um there's just so many beautiful questions and conversations we can you know we could be having
0: yeah and how like say because I find as well you know on the spectrum of people who love to feel and want to know more and want more death it's like you keep on going and going you want more you want more depth. you know because I know but then there's the other spectrum where it's like the hiding the fear the not the avoidance of the emotion and it's like the spectrum keeps going it's like the people who are avoiding want to avoid more and more and it builds and builds over time and then it becomes this massive mountain Mm. and it's like very stuff become very personalized and very you know we can get into that protection so easily and it's like how do we how do we break that to get that side of the spectrum over you know how do we you know would you say you would have been at that side at one point like not accessing or would you have always been quite open to the emotional
1: um, I definitely know I was definitely cut off from emotions and feeling the the feelings in my body definitely but I just got to a point where alcohol was involved it was just like nights out and I was like I'm just deeply unhappy with the way I'm living like this is just this can't be it I work nine to five and then I go out at the weekend and get drunk and have a hangover. Then Sunday, like that's, that can't be it, you know? So yeah. I think it starts, it, it, it starts with us questioning the ways we're living. Like, are they really serving us on a, on a holistic level and a sustainable level? And, you know, some people might not even want to come to those questions. They want to push those away too. So it's, I think it's about maybe people like you and me who are really questioning the, the status quo and the norms and saying, actually I've had this experience and I think there's actually more beautiful way of living than being in this really capitalist masculine driven world where we're just go, go, go and rushing and trying to accomplish the, the unachievable. Like we're always trying to like achieve something, which is just like, that's not the point of life. There's nothing huge to achieve. It's just about really being in this body, feeling in this body and, allowing ourselves to be you know it's 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 such a big concept but it's actually very simple we are love like that's that's the biggest force in the world so how can we just allow ourselves to be open and and open with other people so we just allow that channel of love to just spread and that's that's the healing you know like and that's that's kind of the the pinnacle of it really but it's also the start it's just allowing ourselves to open our hearts more and our minds to really come back to ourselves and come back to our bodies and it's a constant homecoming that's what healing is so sometimes it might be us getting to a point where like I've had enough of this shit like this is not this can't be it and that's amazing when that happens when we can feel that moment of kind of breaking but there's an empowerment in that too being like actually I'm going to take the power back and choose what way my life is going to go and how I live my life and co-create it Um, and sometimes we just have to I think there's definitely a responsibility with sharing that there is other ways there is alternative ways of living rather than what we've been told there is and to share that like share that light we can be that light for other people to come home to themselves yeah Wow. Well, yeah 100 percent um yeah
0: so much wisdom there I'm like taking my own little time in my brain to process what you're saying it's so amazing it's so beautiful um and I wonder about the feminine how can we as women come into the feminine more
1: well it's definitely it's not just women because you know just to to do brief kind of um summary on this for people that don't know like we all have these two energies within ourselves which is the masculine and feminine but within the society that we live in it's so masculine driven and masculine is all about going and being productive and being the leader and and, you know um it's just more of movement and we we've become very hyper masculine and the feminine is about actually coming back into our body slowing down and just feeling and receiving and so they are these polarities but we need to it's not one or the other we need to find a balance where they can have this beautiful um union together within ourselves so coming to the you know embody the in feminine within both male and females is very important that we come back to ourselves and just slow down it's like the first step is slowing down and not having like there's always going to be a to-do list like even i'm realizing that i'm I can be really in my head and want to do all these things and tick off these lists. But my body is just like, I just want to slow down. Like that's the message I'm getting from my body. It's like just slow down. There's nothing to do right now except rest. And, you know, if you're in a, if you're in a position like me that you can rest, like I'm not really doing much at the moment except living in my parents' (laughs) house. So I can do that. Um, But it's the message that I'm getting for the feminine is to just we just sit and it might be a meditation or breath work or you know somatic movement and I think that's very just slow and just allowing the messages and the wisdom to come through because that's what we're missing in the world right now is we're not receiving the the wisdom from the body because we're not in our body so we just need to come back and that's all what the feminine is it's coming back into the body and it's such a beautiful thing because there's so much magic there and you know, there's obviously pain as well. Like there, there's, there has to be both. Um, if we're living in this physical world, there's always going to be pain as well. But we can transmute that. And we, you know, to be brave enough to feel it, you know, we're very strong and our bodies are strong. They've held so much and they hold just as much wisdom for us and magic and beauty. So we just need to slow down and sit and feel what it is like to be in this human for because it's amazing it's really amazing so the feminine it's starting to rise again and it's really beautiful to see that people are wanting that they're really realizing actually no I've spent a long time rushing around doing different things and being very intellectual in the brain but actually coming back into the body it's just mm. yeah it's beautiful to see that it's happening. Yeah
0: sorry for the males I was actually asking as a woman because I'm in my masculine so much that I was like how can I I it's being a bit selfish here but uh, (laughs) thank you um yeah it's constant practice isn't it um and just to actually receive more Mm -hmm. to be in receipt because if we sit back things can actually just kind of just happen for you (laughs) you might just be having thought you might not need to do anything
1: you know exactly, and I think you know we kind of overlook resting and and just sitting and laying down, especially in nature. Like that's huge because nature has so many messages, and it activates different wis- wisdom within our bodies. Well, when we're actually just sitting with the tree, and you know, in the garden, wherever it might be, or in the, in the sea, it's it's activating so much, and we can't we can't fathom what's really going on. But our body, there's there's a lot there's a lot of healing going on when we're amongst nature and
0: our Um, bodies know like there's there's some days there like where maybe I go to my bed for a meditation but like I know not that I know my body knows like as in I would lie under the beehives and the grass looking at the trees above and the feeling in the body it's just so such a sense of safety you know I don't know what's actually happening with all the the noise and the vibrations but it feels actually better than lying in the bed in the four walls, you know?
1: Mm, yeah. It feels I like mean, it's being like, taken care of, you know? Yes. So we're so held, like, especially yeah, in, in nature, it's, it's really beautiful. And I feel like that when I'm in the water. I was, like, I was being held by a big mother and it's just like got me. And it's just like a therapy session. It's amazing. And just because our brains can't really intellectualize or figure out what's actually going on, our bodies are doing a lot of healing in these in these ways and just in nature and resting and relaxing and yeah because we've spent like for generations we've spent so long fighting or working hard or trying to survive like all these ways of living they're not really as relevant to us in today's society like and we can a lot of us have the opportunity to actually rest more and to just choose for ourselves healthier choices really um yeah and getting out in nature just it's so simple and it sounds hippie for many people to just sit by a tree or hug a tree or fill the grass but it's that's medicine like it's such medicine that's that's the pharmacy out there mm, definitely
0: and have you any other kind of nature outdoorsy practices that help you
1: i love well yeah swimming would be the main one and I would love, like, I love dancing in nature as well. Um, lying, just meditating on the grass. Um, and I sat and playing hurling just around the garden again. That's great to just connect with the culture as well. While being nature is beautiful. Um, yeah, there's so many ways. And just playing, just playing music to the land. Like, really more about giving um, back to the land because the land unconditionally constantly gives 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 and we have and we still are as humans taking constantly taking from her exploiting her without ever like like any exchange it's reciprocal so that's that's like I could talk about that too the breakdown of of the of you know the climate change or whatever you want to call it really there is a change within the climate and it's a big reason is because mother nature is fucking angry (laughs) that we've just always taken like take 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 and i think just allowing ourselves to give back is such a beautiful thing that i've been practicing the last while this is like playing a tune in the garden or to a tree or to a lake or um yeah giving some offering back as like a thank you and an acknowledgement of the abundance that mother nature provides us it's just it's really beautiful and i think there's it feels really good to have a practice like that with nature, a relationship like that.
0: Mm. And even like our energy and our thoughts, even thinking in your mind, like, I want to give love today to this tree. Like it all works. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, even the thoughts that that sends, you know, it's, I suppose it's about being open to it and that our thoughts carry frequency and, Movement and energy, even if we can't see it, you know mm-hmm. um, yeah, amazing, um and you also practice some um music, um so are you kind of finding that you're learning or playing Irish more Irish since coming home or like gathering that? Oh. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, I've only ever played trads really, um. It's my one true love. I could listen to it and play it all day, pretty much. But just I I think on a level of like compared to the last because I didn't really play the last couple of years, probably the last decade, I really didn't play that much, sadly, but it's really come back to me. And it's it's like anything, you know, anything that we're really, really passionate about and that we really love love and it's great for our health when we kind of don't do that we suffer in some ways and I did not having the fiddle with me not being able to play it really was a suppression of my expression and my emotions and my connection with the land of Ireland as well so to be back on the land and playing the fiddle again this is like the best combination so I'm playing like all the time just love it so much (laughs) and and finding you know different people to play with and yeah playing around fires and around kitchen tables and at festivals just anywhere to be honest I'll play anywhere (laughs) Uh,
0: and would you sing as well
1: uh not really I'm more of a player definitely but I'll sing along
0: (laughs) yeah 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 lovely um and would you have any kind of if somebody was to better care for our earth is there any advice you could give
1: yeah the first step is reconnecting to ourselves because that's really that is the healing bridge for for us to really start caring and have more reverence for nature again is to actually see we're a part of it we're inextricably linked to it and everything is interconnected so we need to see that and respect it for what it is because if we keep abusing it it's not going to be it's just going to Get rid of us pretty easily, you know, and that's that's the reality. We need to actually come back to ourselves, to our hearts and realizing that, you know, like I said, the Mother Earth provides so much for us. So it's giving thanks to that, you know, gratitude and acknowledging and and yeah, saying a prayer and thanking nature. For everything that she's she does for us and has done, yeah, um,
0: our prayers can be so powerful. Um, mm-hmm. And do you believe? Do you envision like it getting better? Like, do you think she's going to be less angry <laughs> if we can act fast, or how do you feel about the oncoming future?
1: Yeah, I do. I I have a lot of faith, definitely, and. I think that's what keeps me going and keeps me so passionate about sharing these ways is to, is to know that it, it does get better and it will, but we need to really take responsibility and say, okay, this, we, you know, it's, it's pretty basic, you know, like we're not going to have an earth to live on if we keep doing the same shit over and over. And I, Yeah, I do have a lot of faith in in humanity and the people that are really awakening to the connection and how important it is that we do maintain a beautiful connection with the earth and why we are here, like questioning the bigger questions again, like why are we here on this earth during this time? And I believe that it's to heal, to heal ourselves, to heal each other to help heal each other and to um that in in turn will actually help heal the the earth around us it's all linked so I think it's dealing with our own shadows our own self um going deeper with ourselves and being more vulnerable and loving where we're at you know there's always going to be healing to to be done but really just loving where we're at and accepting that we're doing our best and yeah Just don't litter. Like (laughs) there's basic things that we can do, but um, yeah, living sustainably, as locally as, um, with minimal waste as possible. That that might be new a new concept for a lot of people that just don't really I don't know maybe not want to care about it or don't want to really. It might be just too much to take on a responsibility of like you know planting a garden for yourself with veggies and um. Maybe having your own animals or your own eggs, um, that stuff is just is so simple. I feel, but it's huge for, for the planet. So it's coming back to the ways of our ancestors, and you know, acknowledging the ways they lived were simple. But there is such a you know healing, and there's there there are healthy ways that our ancestors lived that we can definitely adopt.
0: Yeah. And the further we listen to it, the more the more we allow that voice to speak, you know, and to guide us, the more ancestral we become. And, and the more, mm-hmm. the better it feels in the body. Like sometimes I'm carrying stuff across the fields and I'm like, oh, my God, there's something activating in my brain right now that I feel like this memory coming on that I'm like, oh, God, like this feels really powerful. I, oh, I might be carrying like a pallet across the field. or like something but it feels really or like a slasher like you know and I'm like oh my god I feel like something's coming alive in me you know but it's not it's something from before you know but it's really alive it's like some coding it's but it feels good like it doesn't feel like going into the office and sitting on the computer I feel dead doing that I'm like what's this you know Mm. like the further you go then the way if you go back the other way you're like what is this you know yeah (sighs) It's crazy, but it's amazing. And all the medicine is there in the soil, in the leaves, in the everything.
1: Yeah, exactly. In the hedges. In the hedges. Um, So maybe actually
0: I was just going to ask, what would be your fave wild uh, fruit or
1: veggie that you like to pick or eat? Yeah, my favourite, I think the berries are calling me at the moment, elderberries, they're just so potent and absolutely delicious and i just keep spawning them everywhere they're like oh dangling just off the the ditches that i've been driving past and um definitely collected some off some dodgy narrow roads that i shouldn't be parked on but like amazing like if you see elderberries collect some and make some jam and syrup because it'll do for this, the winter and it's really good for immune support and really high in vitamin c so try some elderberry syrup black ones it. is it the blackberries yeah so in the spring they're the flowers and they they turn to berries in the in the autumn so absolutely amazing and then of course blackberries are just everywhere at the moment and they're so delicious so you know you can just eat like eat off the hedges honestly (laughs) it blows my mind in Ireland the amount of abundance I'm like do you want to meet for lunch meet you at 1 p.m at the hedge I actually would let's do that oh my god that sounds a date (laughs)
0: <laughs> I know this hedge down here but like yeah it's and the seashore I'm I'm getting more in touch now with the food on the seashore and really getting into that and watching YouTube's and just I feel like it's really calling me I'm, the, the seashore is like we have lots of food for you and it's full of iodine and nutrition you know yeah oh, yum for all you mermaids and mermans mm. and really
1: good to bathe in especially this time of the year the, the seaweed is so um rich in all these oils and the iodine yeah it's amazing oh my god I picked some reason they put it in my bath and I just felt like an absolute mermaid queen and I was like this is living it's so good or you can just go to the beach and just like roll around and it's probably the same <laughs> yeah wow well they do
0: say all right the heat extracts good for of oils yeah yeah, it would because <clears throat> um, I've tried to bring it into the sauna sorry to the sauna people sometimes I've started <laughs> um only the the racks kind of with the little pods you know um yeah but
1: yeah it's all all the medicine is there for us isn't it it is just calling out being like hello you can use us we're here to help you yeah so
0: and would you be good with mushrooms would you be good at foraging
1: i've never foraged mushrooms in ireland but i'm very excited to go out and explore in more like woodland areas and stuff um, but I wouldn't be nowhere near an expert so I'd just be curious I just love photographing them as well because they're so cute and beautiful and so amazing like the different colors you can get in them so I just love appreciating the mushrooms they're great
0: mm, and such crazy formations like crazy yeah. mm. oh I actually just remembered something because um it was like what you were talking about earlier about um alcohol it came to me but then I forgot it but I heard the other day, and I have heard it before about alcohol. When you take alcohol, you're taking on, you know, when you take on spirits, but you're taking on, they're saying evil spirits because al-is it in Arabic or some other language, mm-hmm. it means is it um spirit? Something anyway, it's on the internet if anybody wants to look it up, but it's all about taking your spirit away and taking on another spirit, like an evil one.
1: Yeah, I have seen that's, that
0: before. That's why it's been banned in certain religions or something. Anyway, it's just it's just interesting. Um, but again, like alcohol is made from the plants as well, you know. So yeah, it's kind of seeing how we feel before we take stuff, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And nowadays I think people are getting more clued on what how their body reacts. Like I see people and or even ourselves we can just actually ask our body first before we take it or eat it or taste it like is this okay body knows instantly before the data is processed in the head you know
1: exactly and it's just like living with more intention just tuning into why am I taking this or doing this um how is it really going to serve me and just starting to have those kind of conversations with ourselves and with our friends as well because do you know the amount of days people waste having hangovers like what is the actual point i just don't understand it you're on such a low like oh my god it's really depressing jesus i could never go back to that just i'm telling you much happier since i stopped drinking and just knowing that i don't need also something to depend on to make me more upbeat or you know and Because it, it actually does is make me feel less. You know, I feel way more yeah. alive not having this. Yeah. So that's really beautiful. To feel more is, is such a, a
0: blessing. Mm. I find the same. Like if I have something, I'm like, oh, I actually feel like I'm going a bit down. Mm. You know? Maybe depending. Look, I don't know. But sometimes, um, yeah, you just notice that. But would you like to share um, anything about your work? that people may if they want to find out about you or attend something
1: yeah I'm holding monthly wild woman gatherings in Cork every month on the full moon so it's usually on the beach I think I'll sometimes do them in in wooded areas as well but for now it's, it's on the beach so coming together in circle and sharing and listening to one another um moving and dance and just letting go, releasing any sounds or expressions that we need to release in a safe space and um, swimming together. And then we do, uh, I photograph every woman. So I give everyone like 20, 20, 30 minutes and to just express and move and and do what they want from the camera, you know, just to be be honest with themselves and, and open to share how they're feeling in front of the camera. It's really beautiful. So I'm doing those every month. And you can find me on Instagram, Low Murphy, if you want to follow along and see when the next one is on. Um, so I keep them quite intimate to around five to seven people usually. And that's what I'm focusing on right now. And if you want to book me for a shoot, I'm also available for one-on-ones. And it's not just wild women photography. I also just love portraiture of people. I just think people are just so beautiful. So,
0: yeah, get in touch wonderful thank you so much um folks if you've liked this episode please give it a share or if you've any feedback please um yeah get back on to me i would love to hear from you patrons thank you so much for supporting every week and if you are benefiting from this please support um patreon.com slash catch caught and i'll talk to you all very soon ciao